This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's Valentine's Day, Tony. Did you send flowers, maybe even chocolates to the one you love? Tony Kornheiser, yes, I did. Pablo got him this morning. He was so happy. Oh, receipt of goods. I like that. Yeah, Valentine's Pablo. Day is so bogus. It's the most bogus day of all time. It just helps out lame guys who can't do anything on their own. They get prompted into performance. It helps losers. It's a loser day. I have never heard anyone declare Valentine's Day to be a loser day. This is a new loser high or low for you, depending on who's watching. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Colts and the Cardinals hire new coaches. The Raiders release Derek Carr. And the Nets aren't sure how to use Ben Simmons. But we begin today with golf. For the second week in a row, the PGA Tour is offering a tremendous amount of prize money in what they call a designated event. But that's not the headline. The headline is Tiger Woods, who spoke to the media today and is playing in the event. It'll be his first non-major since late 2020, and the field is loaded. 23 of the top 25 world-ranked pros will be at the Genesis Invitational, and number one in the world is once again up for grabs. So, Wilbon, is the more interesting golf story this week Tiger or the field? Tiger! (laughs) Tiger, we'll get to the field. I mean, the, the golf season as it is is just starting. It's just starting. We'll get to stuff. We'll get to, you know, you have the, the, the Western Swing, which is going to wrap up, and then you get to Florida, and you get to TPC, and you get the majors, you get the majors. Fine. We got a lot of time to see them. But Tiger Woods, I mean, if you can hit the refresh button, and up on your screen pops Eldrick Woods, that's, that's all yeah. you need. That's all I need. I'm going to watch and obsess over him. I can't even believe he's back out there. I know he says he feels great, good. I don't even – Tony, I, I don't know what's reasonable. Uh, you know, this is all sort of fantasy land to me that Tiger Woods could be out there competing at all, given what happened to him, what, a couple of years ago now. I'm just Two thrilled he's Two out there. Ago, yeah. And I want to obsess over yeah. everything Tiger. Yeah, so the answer to this question is – Tiger Woods. The answer to all these questions, if Tiger is involved, is always Tiger Woods. And let's listen to the players for a second. Max Homa, who won this thing a couple of years ago, here's a quote. I think we're privileged every time he plays now. John Rama may be the best player in the world. It's true honor for all of us. We're going to see Tiger Woods out on a golf course walking. And, and this is going to be, for me, this is that, um, that commercial with Colin Morikawa and Rory McIlroy and Tiger, the Far Given commercial, we're going to see that come to life. Now, it, it, as you pointed out, and you have to point this out, it was two years ago, I believe, after this tournament that he got in a terrible car accident, and most of us thought he would never, ever play again. So it is great to see him out there. Yeah. Down the road in this tournament, down the road, we're going to find out if Scheffler or Rory or Rahm is number one by the end of the tournament, because I don't think Tiger's going to make the cut. 
But that's a golf story. And as much as you and I love golf, that doesn't compare to a Tiger story. The Tiger story is the that's big right. story. Yeah, Tony, you know, I know comebacks are crazy things, and we've seen them more in boxing than any place else. Of course, we've seen them in uh, Michael Jordan a time or two in basketball. But this is the closest thing, and we're old now. We were young when Ali did this. Yes, I'm going to compare it to Ali. Yes, I'm going there. Tiger Woods has that international profile and standing that everyone's going to want to see this. We can remember the crowds that followed yeah. him in Atlanta when he came back. And that was a different kind of comeback. And this is another comeback. And I don't know how successful it's going to be or if he can make the cut. I'm like you. I don't know that he can do that. But I can't wait. Go watch every second yeah. of it. Every second. And I know yeah. you will, too. Yeah. The Cardinals and Colts have filled their head coaching vacancies with coordinators from the Eagles as we move to the NFL. The Colts hired Philly offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, while the Cardinals hired defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. Tone, which move makes more sense to you? Okay, so I'm going to be as honest as I can here. I never heard of either of these guys until today. And my first <laughs> yeah. reaction is Philadelphia better go out there and start hiring people because they're going to be picked clean. If everybody hires their coaches, they're going to be picked clean. I'm going to let you worry about the Cardinals. That's your account. That's where you live half the year. I'm going to talk about the Colts in this regard. This is almost an identical hire to Frank Reich. This is a derivative hire to me. They went to Philadelphia after a Super Bowl and hired the quarterback's guy. You know, when we saw what happened with Frank Reich, in successive years, he had Phillip Rivers as a quarterback, he had Carson Wentz as a quarterback, and he had Matt Ryan as a quarterback. Got worse. Got worse each year. Whatever he was whispering in their ears wasn't working. So now you got this new hot guy, Steichen, is that his name? You got this guy from the Eagles, and he spent a year, yeah. I think, with Justin Herbert and a couple of years with Jalen Hurts, and, it, and it's all great, Ex except for this one thing. Who is his quarterback at Indianapolis? There is no quarterback at Indianapolis. There's none. No. So Jimmy no. Ursay goes out, yeah. and he pays no attention to history. He does the same thing without learning. Well, Tony, I'm going to go back to something else. Speaking of not learning, I'm going to go to the glasses to quote Anthony Kornheiser. And I'm going to talk about, I, I, I don't, I'm sure these guys on some level are either deserving or very deserving, or maybe they'll be fired in a year and they won't be deserving at all. But it, I'm going right. to go to a guy who's right. going to go work as an assistant something or other in Carolina for Frank Wright. His name is Jim Caldwell. And Jim Caldwell's been passed over time and again, time and time and time and time again. Even though in seven NFL seasons, his record is 62 and 50. Those Colts we're talking about now, he went 26 and 22 with them and went to something called the Super Bowl. But more impressively, the Detroit Lions, who have been a pile most of the last 65 years, he went 36 and 28 with them. He went 500 or better in three or four seasons with the Lions. And so when people like me get angry and loud and make accusations about the NFL and his hiring practices, Jim Caldwell, who is a brown man, an African-American man, a coach who's sitting there waiting for a gig and you can't hire him because you got to go hire somebody whose defense just lost the Super Bowl. And I'm sure there's a bigger resume than that. This makes me angry that I have to read about these two guys and not hear about Jim Caldwell again.
because owners and executives are being either agenda-driven, liars, they're putting on their blinders, you can't see Jim Caldwell, you're a liar. You don't hire the best people. And if you say you hire the best people and Jim Caldwell is a ninth level assistant in Charlotte, you're a liar. And your league is full of liars and people who don't want to live up to this credo of hiring the best people. Jim Caldwell should be a head coach, period. We move on. The Nets lost last night to the Knicks in the Garden. These are the Nets without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So they don't figure to win a lot of games. But the angle here is that their remaining alleged star, Ben Simmons, only played 13 minutes, only took two shots, only scored two points. Afterwards, Nets coach Jacques Vaughn said, quote, it's going to be some work that we have to do, unquote, explaining the challenge of who to put out there with Simmons. Wilbon, what does it tell you that the Nets don't seem sure how to use Simmons? Tony can't be. I mean, it's moved on for Ben Simmons. I mean, I mean, the league, the activity, the action. Um, and it was interesting listening to our, our good friend Kendrick Perkins today talk about how now coaches put five on five offensively on the court. And yes, you know, Ben Simmons is a fine defender. He can pass and do all that. But you don't even figure in because you tell people don't even guard him. And so his value is so reduced. And Perkins isn't right about this. He's completely right. His value so reduced, Tone, how do you know what to do? Like, he's, he's a liability, and I don't mean just in some games. And this is a guy who once averaged, what, 17, 18 points a game and was an all-star, an overall pick, number one pick. It's just moved on, the league and the way it's played and the way the coaches attack. Yeah. And you look out there and you go, how can you put Ben Simmons out there and have him be an asset to your team? And Jacques Vaughn seems stuck, as would any coach who has him. So it, what sticks out to me is 13 minutes. They're paying this guy $35.5 million this year. In the next two years, they're paying him an additional $78 million. They don't have Kyrie Irving. They don't have Kevin Durant. And Ben Simmons does not appear to be injured. And he's getting 13 minutes. And if you ask me what that says, it says to me the head coach doesn't want to play him doesn't want him out there. The head coach controls the minutes can't. and says, yeah. this guy can't do anything for me. This is a very intriguing, if not remarkable story, and maybe it's a cautionary tale. Kid is the overall number one pick out of LSU. He's an all-star three times in Philadelphia, and people rave about his defensive skills, his rebounding skills, his passing skills, and they say he can score. It sounds like they're talking about a 5 tool player in baseball, and now he's out there for 13 minutes and he takes only two shots, it's impossible to look at this and in your own mind not think, did something happen to him that he doesn't even like basketball anymore? Because we have seen him, Mike, dissolve in front of our eyes. I don't get yeah, it. Tom, I don't. I agree let's, with you. It's both. This seems to be an emotional component and the basketball component, and I don't know that anybody can separate them and get him back on a track to where he was. I don't know. Don't know. Let's take a break. Coming up, speaking of basketball, Luca and Kyrie could not decide who should take the last shot last night. Who should? And is tonight's game bigger for the Celtics or the Bucks? Is an I appreciate what you said about Jim Caldwell completely, but I'm going to tell you something. These two teams are—they're bad jobs. 
That Indianapolis job is a two-year-and-out job. I, I think the same about the Cardinals. These are not jobs right. you want. But neither were the Lions, and he made the playoff. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It's time for Toss Up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, thinks about getting better training for his giant, rambunctious dog, Chessie the Great, seated to my left, then decides that visitors can just deal with it. What's first? Toss up. Who should be taking the last shot for the Mavs, Kyrie or Luka? Okay, so this comes up because last night when Dallas lost a game, they needed a three at the end, and Luka and Kyrie passed the ball back and forth, and they didn't get a shot off. Because they're trying to accommodate one another. They're trying to be on their best behavior they're trying not to look like selfish, ball-hungry players. The answer to the question, in fact, is whoever is open, because they're both great clutch shooters. But in the long term, Mike, since you don't necessarily have Kyrie for anything more than the end of this season, and since you have a coach, Jason Kidd, who said this is Luca's team, in the long term, the answer is Luca. But I'm okay if Kyrie takes the shot, too. Me too, Tony. It's- Either. I mean, either. This is the ultimate push answer. I mean, both these guys came close. Kyrie had 26 in the fourth quarter. I mean, he was great. Look, the best of Kyrie Irving is about as good as anybody in the NBA. We're not even near the worst of Kyrie if we're going to get there this season because it takes a while. As soon as he gets too comfy, then we can worry about that. But Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic right now playing together, it's, it's a wow. And so they're playing against a Minnesota team, which has a lot of talent, which was a playoff team a year ago. And they need that game at some point. I mean, Dallas is going to have to still play itself into staying in the top six if they can do that. They're going to need both of them, one to close sometimes, one to close the other. They're both great. I think they'll figure it out, Tony. I really do. But am I correct that when they're playing together, they're now 0-2 when they're playing together? Yes, What's they next? are. One, two. Toss up. They play tonight. Who is tonight's game more important for, the Celtics or the Bucks? Well, it, it, it's not important at all because they're both great teams and they're both headed to the playoffs. You can make the case 
that the game is more important for Boston in this regard. If Boston beats Milwaukee, they will win the season series. So if they were to play in the playoffs, Boston would then get home court if they tied in the standings. The chances of them tying is pretty small. So it's a small chip that you put in your pocket and keep it there. And you can make the case for Milwaukee that it's more important because Marcus Smart is not going to play and Jalen Brown is not going to play. And now it's reported Jason Tatum is not going to play. And if they lose to Boston, then they look, then they look like chumps. But I don't think they're going to lose. They've won 10 in a row. And, and when Chris Middleton is there, Giannis is, is a superstar. Again, it's not, it's not particularly important because these regular season games do not predict playoff games. They don't, Tony. You're right about that. But I'm, I, I will say I think I maybe differ a little bit in this regard. Milwaukee has ceded some ground to Boston. Boston's the best team in the league. Everybody thinks when you have the full complement out there, and they've had their full complement out there much more than Milwaukee because of Middleton, as you point out. And you're right about the right. dynamic with, with, with Antetokounmpo when Middleton's there. And you know, they've been terrific when Middleton's out there. But, Tom, Milwaukee's got to actually sort of, to me, reestablish that while Boston already has. But Milwaukee better win now because Boston has no squad. No Tatum, no Brown, no Smart. There's no That's squad. Right. There's no game that we can That's sit right. there and hang anything on, so we got to wait until the next meeting, the next episode. It would, it would look worse if Milwaukee lost than if Boston lost. Milwaukee's yes. at home. That's it. Absolutely. Let's take one last break. Still to come, Georgia loses their offensive co- coordinator. We'll tell you where he's going. Probably the Eagles. They've got openings all over the place. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, openings. Mike Bray says he's not done coaching after he leaves Notre Dame. Where might he end up? Well, the coach once at Delaware. I don't know if he'd go to Delaware. There's a local East school Coast guy that he might so- Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy time, people. Happy 45th birthday, Richard Hamilton. Rip Hamilton won championships in college and in the pros. He won the NCAA title at UConn, where he was the two-time Big East Player of the Year. That 1999 win over Duke with Shane Battier, Trajan Langdon, and Elton Brand was Jim Calhoun's first of three championships at UConn. Hamilton won an NBA title with Detroit in 2004. He had been the seventh overall pick by the Wizards, where he averaged 15 points a game for three years. But Michael Jordan, who was playing for and running the Wizards in those days, traded Hamilton for Jerry Stackhouse. Hamilton was a three-time All-Star in Detroit and a 45% career shooter at guard. Yeah, Tony, it's no secret now, all these years later, that that trade was made 
to create cap room ultimately so the Wizards, Michael Jordan, could bring in Kobe Bryant. When Kobe was going through all those things and the points saying he's going to leave the Lakers, which he, he didn't. But that's, that was the object of it at the time. We'll never know what might have happened. Happy anniversary, Russell Westbrook. On this day four years ago, in his final season at Oklahoma City, Westbrook improved his NBA record for consecutive triple-doubles to 11. When he poured in 44 points, grabbed 14 rebounds, and had 11 assists against New Orleans. That streak ended when Westbrook got 43 points and 15 rebounds, but only eight assists against Utah. Last week, Westbrook was traded from the Lakers to Utah, and he is contemplating his future. Westbrook is considered a strong buyout candidate, but to get that freedom, Westbrook will likely have to give up some of his $44 million salary. Westbrook is a Hall of Famer who plays hard every game. Surely there's a contending team, Mike, that would find him valuable. You would think so, Tone. I, I, I do, and I keep thinking of the Clippers. First and foremost, they need a point guard. Los Angeles native, wouldn't it be something if Westbrook got to do something in L.A. with the Clippers that the Lakers didn't yeah. give him that final chance to get done? A melancholy trails to Conrad Dobler, the three-time Pro Bowl guard for the Cardinals, died yesterday at 72. The Cardinals called Dobler, quote, the kind of tough, physical, and fierce player that you love to line up with as a teammate and hate to line up against as an opponent, unquote. Dobler was famously labeled on the cover of Sports Illustrated in 1977 as pro football's dirtiest player. The stories about him included him punching Joe Green, spitting on Bill Berge, and kicking Merlin Olsen in the head. Dobler's bad boy reputation landed him a Miller Lite ad where he goes through the stands and agitates drinkers of the beer to fight with each other. Football at any level is a tough game and requires tough people. But, Tony, it just seems like 45 years ago, when you look at those clips alone, you go, oh, my God, it was so much more violent. And I guess when you yeah. talk about player safety, some of that was very necessary because Conrad Dobler and others played in a different time. Anything no, and I allowed. agree. And, and I'm not going to say that Conrad Dobler was a great player, um, but I do think that that Sports Illustrated cover elevated him from the rest of the people who are grunting on offensive lines at 32 different teams, you know? I yeah. mean, it's offense, yeah. offensive it linemen, did. they didn't get much, and Dobler jumped out. Let's go to the big finish. Mike Bray, local to D.C., says that while he's stepping away from Notre Dame at the end of the season, he's definitely not done coaching. So where could you see him coaching? I don't know, Tony. Somewhere, he's an Eastern guy. I don't. If you're leaving Notre Dame, what? What? Then it's a step down, right? Almost automatically. I, I don't get it. Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Monken is leaving to become the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens of the NFL. Makes sense. Look, Georgia the last two years has had great offenses. I understand it's college football, it and the pros are different. But if Lamar Jackson is healthy, and this guy knows what he's doing. There is a potential for 30 points a game with that team. The Raiders officially released yeah. Derek Carr. Your thoughts? $40 million, Tone. That's the only thought. You, you, you're not spending 40 mil. Carr's pretty good, but I don't know that he's great. Red Sox manager Alex Cora says the new bigger bases look like pizza boxes. Your thoughts? And then pick them up and deliver them. Last one. The Spurs have lost 13 in a row. Is that okay with you? 
You know what, Tom? If you lose 13 in a row and you wind up winning the lottery, if, big if, and you get Wim Banyama for a coach of the franchise that once turned it around with Tim Duncan, hmm, I'm just asking. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Tracy Callahan, you're the best. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow on Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Tracy, you really are the best. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's Sports Day.